0: You're listening to Coleman Power on the Organic Fitness Podcast. Oh yes, yes, oh yay, you have the next events coming up with myself, the classic 18th of March, yes, in Featherfield Farm, a grow your own course like no other, the best in Ireland straight away you're going away with 77 plants in the day there's over 100 people after doing it so far and it's not only I suppose literally you going away with those type of plants we'll be sowing specifically organic tomato seeds which I have saved myself with these fingers and in top of that it's a whole lot of fun and if you're interested most certainly get over to Eventbrite on Fairfield Farm website and or send me a message and i'll send you it myself personally The next to the retreats organic retreats are down in west cork yep it is a weekend full of most certainly the finest activities yoga grounding personal development sea swims and a whole lot more all right i'll talk to you soon get in and on any of those events yes yes oh yay okay welcome to the latest podcast all right, welcome to the latest episode of the Coleman Power Organic Fitness Podcast. I have my absolute top-notch latest guest in front of me, Siobhan Carr, the natural herbalist, most certainly, and she's going to tell us all the likes about the benefits uh, and as of food being medicine. Siobhan, say hello to the listeners.
1: Hello, hello, welcome. Thank you for having me, Coleman. I'm delighted to be here. So yeah, let's, let's nerd out about plants.
0: Yes, and I tell you now, we're after saying prayers to whoever is up there in the sky for signal continuing the way it has because we're on WhatsApp there doing a video call, and we have just said that Zoom is the future. Quality. let <laughs>
1: That's up, Let's
0: Uh Two rights. right, right, Sivana. I suppose I would love you to expand on uh, what you currently do, where you're based, and we can get started from there.
1: Cool. Well, I am a naturopath and a herbalist and I run a business called the Nerdy Naturopaths. That's what I'm known as online. You can find me on Instagram and all that good stuff as the nerdy naturopath because I'm a bit of a nerd <laughs> and um, also a naturopath. And I my, I see clients. I have a clinic here. I live in at the moment in, in East Clare um, and I have a clinic that I run mostly online now. I moved down from Dublin just over a year ago. Uh, To get out of the city and escape when working online became more feasible, and so I see see clients online, and I'm really passionate about education. So I love doing these chats. So I really like appreciate you asking me to be on this because it's um it's really. I think the thing I'm most passionate about is just sharing the wisdom of these plants with wider audiences. So I run some online courses. I have some free classes that you can do if you're interested in learning more about herbs. I've just launched one that's about the magical plants of Ireland. So lots of lovely plants like dandelions and nettles and everything that's coming back to us now at this time of year. So that's a free class. And then I have a six week page class uh, program as well called Herbs for Health. So I love sharing that wisdom with as many people as I can. Cause I genuinely believe that the world would be a better place if people were more connected to plants.
0: me. I'm so delighted you after mentioning and touching on the likes of dandelions and nettles. Literally, I'm such a firm believer. I even wrote about it in the likes of the book that I have, The Power of Organic Fitness. Like, tell the listeners and the viewers of the likes of this show the power of the dandelion first we'll start off with.
1: Well, dandelion is just an incredible all-round herb. I use it a lot in my clinic. So, when regardless of what we're working on, with a client, whatever it is, like I work a lot with women's hormonal issues and um, PMS and period pain, but a lot of digestive things and other chronic illnesses, loads of things. But always the digestion needs to be addressed and the channels of elimination. So dandelion is an amazing herb for those channels of elimination. So the root of the dandelions really wonderful for the liver and the leaves and also the flowers are really really amazing for the kidneys so together you've got this whole plant extract where it's helping to make those things work better you know so the live the the, the dandelion root is is really bitter the leaves are bitter too they're going to help increase the digestive enzymes and help increase the secretions from our gallbladder and our liver liver and that's going to help our digestion and then that in turn is going to help with cleansing and detoxing everything from our bodies. And then the leaves are going to help with any kind of fluid retention. They're going to help with um, flushing things out through the kidneys. So any kind of extra support that's needed in that area, dandelion does kind of a whole job for it. Dandelion root also has a lot of this thing called inulin in it, which is a prebiotic. So it's really good for. I <laughs> love your <laughs> response. I love it. it. Look for the like microbiome. It. So.
0: Oh, for God's sake, God, it's so important, My God. I'm so glad you have mentioned this. I already <laughs> know we're going to be like best friends after this podcast. Obviously.
1: Amazing. Yeah, so that's Dandelion. I, I use it so often, it's so gentle, it's really great for kids too. You know, there was a study that came out, like plenty of studies that never made it to the media about how it can be used in treating COVID. Um, and yeah, just incredible things. So it supports the immune system by helping to cleanse the body and through those through those organs of elimination so and and by supporting the digestion and the microbiome so so many different things but that's our dandelion I really feel like you know they just grow everywhere and we all need them in our diet and so often we have this sort of thing that we see where herbs grow where where people need to take them. These wild plants pop up all over the place and no matter how many awful herbicides you throw on them they're still going to grow and be like we will survive you know because they're they're just so needed.
0: And we must stress that Points on there 100% free, they're in everybody's Tom, Dick, and Harry's garden, front, back, side. And when you literally realize that the benefits of all these different things for antioxidants, for fiber that improve your immune system, they also improve your mood. you Literally pick the leaves, yeah. pop it in a stir fry. And are there any other ways that you get uh, clients to currently use it or yeah. to make teas out of it? Yeah. I often put it in hot water,
1: yeah, make it into a tea. Like I always make my teas in this sort of you know, um. What's it called? French press. And um, so you just get your dandelions, chop them up a bit, and put them in there. Some flowers as well, be lovely. Um, The flowers are edible too. You know, I love sprinkling the flowers on top of like any dish, and um, they're just yeah, gorgeous. So, and it's also the dandelion flower isn't a flower, which I find really interesting. Like a daisy as well. They're called something else called an inflorescence, which is just such a beautiful word to know.
0: Oh my goodness! I tell you, I've studied horticulture, but I haven't come across that.
1: And in, say that again. In, an inflorescence. So if you look really closely at a dandelion or a daisy, every single one of the petals is technically a flower. So it will have the kind of the stamen and the leaves. It'll, it'll all be, st- you'll see individual little pieces sticking out of it. They're their little like, you know, um, reproductive parts and then the leaves the the petals are actually a flower and if you look at the very top of it, there's tiny little indentations and that that's actually their five petals that are fused together. So an inflorescence.
0: Amazing. Oh my god, I absolutely love that.
1: <laughs>
0: I can't wait to literally have a closer look at the next one of those that I come yeah. across.
1: You can actually get really nerdy about it and get one of um it's called a jeweler's loop. And you can you can get them in it. You can buy them online, but you can get them in a jewellers or in lots of different places. And it's what jewellers use to like inspect diamonds. But I use it to expect, inspect plants, you know,
0: <laughs> and I you can more. see
1: up close all about them. It's really cool.
0: I love it. Right. So next thing I want, I suppose, that you to mention and have a expand on the point of nettles. I oh. love them. Firstly, for growing my own veg, I use them as the likes a like of a nitrogen boost. Again, mm. there's something that literally grow in so many different people's gardens, and using what you have to your full benefit: magnesium, iron, vitamin C. But yeah, expand on the point of nettles and their benefits for anybody.
1: Yeah, now, I actually couldn't run my clinic without nettles. I couldn't personally live without nettles. <laughs> there, like with dandelion, like there are other herbs that you can substitute. Like if I ran out of dandelion root, you know, there's other ones like burrless or you know, gentian, milk thistle. Like there's various ones that I could substituting for the dandelion root but nettle really stands on its own as a herb it has um, so many actions that are not really comparable to other herbs so you'd probably need to have, make a formula of like six different herbs if you didn't have nettle <laughs> so it's just does so much so where to start nettle I use predominantly in my clinic because it's just the women that I work with as a sort of menstrual tonic it's a brilliant herb for any kind of depletion so whether that's you know when you're when women are bleeding every month and losing minerals that way it helps to restore that mineral balance really really high in minerals um, particularly iron it also helps the body to absorb more iron so that's one way Um, I I think drinking it as a as a tea you know the the three four days of that the, the start of your period is really wonderful it's also an amazing herb to have during pregnancy and that postpartum phase and for breastfeeding. So it helps to increase uh, breast milk as well. And it, yeah. So also if someone's like been sick and they're dealing with sort of post-viral fatigue, or they're just a bit depleted because they've been sick a lot. So those are times when you could use nettle to support that, just that general vitality and bringing in, bringing in those extra nutrients of course you can eat it you know you can make nettle pesto and nettle soup and nettle porridge was one of the, our ancient ancestors foods um which isn't so trendy at the nettle pesto or the nettle cordials and stuff that you can kind of get nowadays but i'm going to try um, the
0: nettle porridge i'm going to try the nettle porridge yeah uh,
1: yeah it's it, i've tried it i mean why not get the greens in where you can you know <laughs> and um yeah so on top of that nettle's an amazing antihistamine It's really, really brilliant for allergies, for hay fever, seasonal allergies, but also for cat and dog allergies, allergic rhinitis. um, It helps the body to dispel excess uric acid. So it's really great for any kind of rheumatic pain, for arthritis. It's Yeah, just so many things. I could talk about nettle all day, um, but there's also an you can you can drink it. Of course, you can make nettle tea. You can buy it as a tincture in the health food shops. And um, if you don't like drinking the tea, but making fresh nettle tea is just so delicious. It's so amazing. I love it so much. And of course, when they're not fresh and and suitable, you can get dried nettle. And um, but you can also use it topically, which is kind of a very old herbal use. It's you, you know you can just intentionally sting yourself with nettles. So um when you get stung with nettles, right? Everyone has probably been stung with nettles before, right? <laughs> Especially for you if you're, you know, out with the with the plants all the time. So you get this kind of red, itchy rash, but it's that kind of rash is exactly what nettle treats. So if you're if you've any kind of skin issues are coming out in these sort of rashes, that's what nettle treats. So taking it internally the skin is another one that I didn't mention of what nettle's so great for. But when you sting yourself with nettles, you're also getting a lot of the benefits from it, particularly for allergies. And for any kind of like tendonitis or muscle pain or arthritis, things like that. So um, what it does is it brings healthy inflammation to the area and then it helps the body to heal and increases the blood flow and also brings in a lot of the other mental properties. So I had a really, really interesting um, time. I studied a few years ago in UCD doing this um, postgraduate business course and I was herb week we have a herb week at the start of May every year and I decided to do a herb walk for my class and one of the guys came he was this like you know fit rugby player really like you know I'm like man's man and um, I was telling him about this and he had had an issue with with tendonitis in his ankle and I was like well I'm gonna maybe you know there was just talking about the nettles and he's like oh you, you give it a try like can I can I sting myself with nettles and try and I was like Brand. so I give him a kind of a lashing of the nettle on his leg and he squealed like you know uh... a <laughs> squeal really but he came into college the next day and his pain was gone and he was back on the training field the next day from just getting stung with nettles so the tendonitis was completely gone so it's really impressive um results from the old nettles and um, they call it urtification uh, is the word because nettle in Latin is called urtica so.
0: Right, and it's I suppose just for people who would be a million miles away from this listening or watching this uh, podcast and kind of go what <laughs> think of it as we call it food be medicine and most certainly as vaccinations are often given in small amounts the, the dose of the virus or the cold or the flu to most certainly try to improve your immune system it's that I suppose, similar idea am I right in saying that's one.
1: Mm, I wouldn't compare them to I wouldn't really compare it to vaccines but I it's kind of like so herbal medicines definitely can be taken in small doses and can have a lot of benefit something like nettle you can really take in really high doses but with the stinging of the nettle it's actually it's a very specific action where it's bringing about this inflammation in an area to increase blood flow and increase those kind of the healing parts of healing cells and things to come to an area and help to get things moving again so yeah it's not sometimes you might need a lot of it like it's not just a small dose like sometimes if someone's got really bad arthritis in their knees you're gonna need to sting all around their knees you know
0: (laughs) yeah for some people that may be a million miles away from what they want to do right now
1: it's a really it's just it's just an example you absolutely don't Mm. have to do that the great news is if you have arthritis just drink nettle tea and it'll really help as well you know
0: (laughs) Most certainly. I'd love for you to touch on, I suppose, uh, with your clients and women's hormones and issues. Specific herbs that you often recommend uh, on, a, I suppose, a regular basis.
1: Yeah. So, um, let me think about more food type herbs. Like, there's one herb that I use all the time called Agnus Castus, but it's one you really need to get as a tincture. You get it from the health food shops, and it's amazing. It works in the pituitary gland to balance our hormones from a really basic level, and it's so it's really really amazing. Um amazing herb but it's not one you'd really be growing or I mean you can grow it definitely but it's um you know you have to there's a whole processing thing which you can learn about in my course if you're interested in kind of going deeper into this but um I yeah so Agnes Castus is one it's also known as Vitex a wonderful Irish herb which I absolutely love for so many different things but for particularly menstrual complaints let's say is a plant called mugwort and it's another plant that people maybe wouldn't mightn't be as familiar with it sadly i think <laughs> as, as say dandelions or nettles but it's an amazing herb it's called an amenagogue so it helps to um move blood flow in the pelvic region so it's really great for painful periods, base, basically for moving that stagnation and um, but it's also a dream herb so it gives you really, really vivid dreams, and it helps you sleep, and you know, just process things through your dreams. It's and a, re, a really sort of witchy, magical plant. It's actually in that magic, the free class I have, the magical herbs of Ireland, and um, yeah, it's a it's a lovely herb in Irish. It's known as mungoc Meshka, which is kind of like drunk into the bushes. You know, this sort of long, long-haired inebriation is another translation of it because it gives you this really nearly psychedelic like dreams state. you know it's <laughs> amazing <laughs> so um yeah it's something to just warn people about i suppose is to know that they might have very vivid dreams but it can be really really helpful and it's a lovely plant to work with um in a sort of cere- ceremonial way like that as well
0: would you believe mugwort has actually previously been used and diluted in water over a 24-hour period and applied to the likes of the potato leaves to prevent the likes of blight and I haven't come across it in that similar use. Yeah.
1: Wow, no way. That is so fascinating. Amazing. Love it. Yeah, that's last.
0: Um, yeah. is there any other herbs that was that you uh, often recommend to other clients to I suppose women's problems being the high percentage of the people that you currently are uh, looking after?
1: Yeah, so um another one one of my favorite herbs is calendula, and um, which are marigolds. And when I was studying herbal medicine, I worked at as part of my training in a, on a herb farm in, in America. And we, we spent a lot of time picking calendula and I, I got the nickname there, Shivangela, because I'm just like, I love calendula so much. And they're just like this like, ray of sunshine coming out of the earth. They're just, this is, these are the calendula leaves there in the background. Um, but yeah, they grow everywhere. They're so easy to grow. If you can get your hands on calendula seeds, they're like these like really cute little dragons. They're amazing. <laughs> And they um yeah they're they're just a a gorgeous one and you can grow them very easily in a pot in your kitchen window you know but they are completely edible and in term they do so many things they're really supportive of the lymphatic system they are a brilliant herb for the skin as well but in terms of menstrual complaints then they're really good for um that amenagog action again again of moving stagnation and helping with pms and, and period pain so Um, another gorgeous one but there's um, an old herb book that I came across I can't remember what one it is but it really stuck with me and it said in some sort of old English words that I'm not going to remember off the top of my head properly but it's something like you know you just have to look us upon the calendula flowers and your mood is brightened and you improve your eyesight and all this stuff so just looking at them helps so
0: is the the point that improves your skin is that due to the likes of the antioxidants maybe beta carotene or is there any specific reason why you know orange colored foods can and do have that effect on the skin
1: yeah definitely that's definitely part of it really high in flavonoids um and um it's kind of main mode of action calendula is through the lymphatic system so it's helping to clear things often people will find that like the first little while like week or two that they're taking calendula they might break out in some spots or a rash or something but it's clearing things from the inside out so anything that's getting stuck in the lymphatic system you know we need to move to to get our lymphatic system moving of course but herbs can help that that movement be a little bit help to kind of get through some of those blocks and help that movement to be a little bit more um efficient I guess. And then that helps things to come out through the skin because of the support on the lymphatic system. But it's also a wonderful healing herb for the skin topically. So you can just pick it and um, put it on you know, a cut or something and it'll help with wound healing. So it does have this wound healing mechanism. Um, it's interesting with plants. like It's really hard to say what the exact mode of action is because there hasn't been enough research into it there isn't huge profits to be made from herbal remedies. So there isn't a huge amount of research going on <laughs> to figure out how they work. There is a lot, like there's a lot more than people realize. <laughs> if you look on PubMed or places like that where you can search for research online, there is a lot of research, and um, but it's more about clinical trials, like does this work or not? Because figuring out the mode of action is tricky. What happens with when we you know take plants and we bring them into pharmaceuticals is we're isolating like 80% depending on who you talk to, but around 80% of pharmaceuticals are originally from plants. What they do is they will take a a phytochemical from a plant, isolate it, and then patent it and synthesize it. So that's when all the side effects of pharmaceuticals come, is when you take these individual phytochemicals and isolate them, all of its kind of other phytochemicals aren't um, there to support it, you know? Um, So a really great example, bringing you back to dandelion, is dandelion has this diuretic property right as i mentioned so it's um really great for the kidneys but it does make you wee more you know they've got the the name wet the bed you know it's that's where the name comes from they're diuretic but they're trying to uh, so okay i'll, I'll talk I have two different things i want to say so the first thing is if you if you take a pharmaceutical diuretic you have to take supplements particularly potassium and various different mineral minerals and vitamins to help rebalance your body because when you're taking a diuretic and you're weeing more which helps to balance heartaches and things like that you need to re with minerals and vitamins however dandelions are diuretic but they're also really high in potassium and other mit- minimal, mit- minim-
0: minerals and vitamins.
1: vitamins and particularly potassium which is the main one that you need to substitute when you're taking diuretics like it's crazy it's like this plant has been designed to help us with all of without giving any side effects, you know? The,
0: nature provides it in a perfect balance for us at the specific time when we need it. And Absolutely. that's the, the nature, the nature of the beast or the beauty of the nature of the beast. Eat yeah. real foods.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. A hundred percent. That's it. And so when it comes to herbal remedies, like it's great you can get them as tinctures and things like that. This these are whole plant extracts. But if you can get them in as foods, even better. Um A lot of people often ask me about essential oils like essential oils are basically an extract of a herbal medicine and they can they can be harmful, particularly if they're ever ingested, which should never be done, but even putting it directly on your skin you know people think because because they found in the health food shop that they're you know all natural and don't have any side effects but because they're isolated you do often get side effects like skin issues and and you can get burned from essential oils and ingesting them is a really bad idea it can really kind of just destroy the mucosa of the um, intestines and the whole gastrointestinal tract so as much as possible we can move towards that whole extract the better you know which is exactly what you say eat whole foods (laughs)
0: Uh, I'm, I'd love you to even uh, touch on the likes of maybe comfrey. It's really one mm. of those things that, again, can be used for growing and is, has so many different micronutrients. But, yet, expand on the point of comfrey because it can be used uh, topically as well as the benefits of it being used in teachers and other um, other methods.
1: Yeah, comfrey is a tricky one because it's kind of gotten a little bit of bad rep for having these things called pyrolizidine alkaloids, which, again, when isolated, have... Yeah and negative effect on the labor so uh, when you're taking com, uh, look I do take comfrey internally I do give it to some of my clients internally and um, occasionally as a tincture say for things like so comfrey is also known as knit bone it's really great for if you break a bone or for sprains and those sort of physical things of the musculoskeletal system but for the most for the most case I wouldn't recommend using it internally you know just in case I always recommend going for the safest Gentlest option, um, but topically, comfrey is incredible and highly recommended. And again, you know, it grows so easily, <laughs> so and I, it's accessible in in that sense as a as a whole plant. And um, but what you can do is you can make it into a poultice, so you can just you know chop up the the leaves and just you know mulch them up in your hands even, or or whatever you want if you have pestle and mortar, and you can get rid of you know. And pretend you're a herbalist with your pestle and mortar you know make it into a little paste like that and you can just put it on you know if you have a fall if you've got any kind of sprain or swelling or on a, a bad break even you know and it can be really really helpful obviously then you know things like breaks you then you go to the doctor and you, you get a casket on it but it can be really really helpful uh, remedy topically anyway
0: amazing right I know you Siobhan you do currently do a six week I think um, I'm going to say course if you want to further yeah. expand on that with the yeah. Uh, what you what
1: we do so um the six-week course covers a whole variety of different topics one every week and then there's a live call at the end for answering any questions and we just dive in more deeply into these different plants. so that i we should actually count how many plants we look at it because that would be that'd be interesting to know but a lot and um yeah looking at the immune system and herbs to help you just stay well and healthy all year long and the digestive system as well as you say like the gut health is just the basis of everything really you know so a lot about gut health and the nervous system too because we're just so fried these days <laughs> so knowing that there are herbs that can help to soothe and calm the nervous system I think is really helpful as well like something that people will be familiar with is like chamomile say or um lavender things that grow quite easily rose is another gorgeous one great for the nervous system but also great for the menstrual system and lots of different things so um yeah it's a great and, course I highly recommend
0: <laughs> and who would you recommend I suppose that course typically too
1: So it's for anybody who, you know, has an interest in healing themselves and taking back control of their health. I'm really passionate about this idea of health freedom and health empowerment because we so easily give our power away to corporations, to doctors, you know, they, they don't know everything. And sometimes it's really helpful, of course, but a lot of the time there are things we can do to help ourselves and whether that's, you know, like what you do recommending lots of whole foods and exercising as all these wonderful preventative measures to really make us thrive and be healthy. Um, But it's also then great to know some of these herbal remedies that we can use as, you know, a first port of call before needing to go down a more invasive route. So what I would love to see is a world where, you know, the food and our lifestyle and you know our sleep and everything that that's the basis and then we use herbal remedies when we need to to help us get better and to help support that health health and then when we need to we can go to the doctor you know so that would be ideal so that's why that's why I um do what I do I want to spread this um plant magic as I call it just to want to spread it further so I think the course is for anybody who wants to be able to support their their own health and the health of their family yeah. Um, just a little bit more naturally.
0: I, I, t- I just already I mean, I hope the, the listeners and the viewers most certainly will agree with me. The point is you're super passionate about this topic, which is brilliant.
1: <laughs> yes, I am. I am. <laughs> I um I know you're the same, so it's it's great to be able to share share this stuff with people, isn't it? You know? And yeah. um, I have also started I it's not a podcast yet, but I just started a show on Instagram live where every Monday I'm going live at one o'clock to just share more of this sort of stuff. So I talk about different things. Like last week we talked about foraging and yeah, this is, you know, lots of different ways. If you don't wanna sign up for a six week course, there's free courses, there's Instagram, there's loads of things. I have a weekly mailing list where I email people with herbal tips and yeah, whatever way I can to get this information out there, so. I appreciate yeah. you having me on so I can do that.
0: <laughs> no, you're you're a mind of information. I suppose before we even I'm just conscious of your own time, you let the listeners know exactly where they can most certainly either sign up for your course and or just get in contact with you on the social media platforms. Name them out there. All
1: right. Yeah. Um, so nerdy naturopath is my name on online and my website is nerdynatropath.com. So on my website, you can find all about booking different consultations with me. I do one-on-one consultations, mostly over Zoom now, although I do have a clinic room here in my house in East Clare um, for anyone that might be local, but um, otherwise online works actually really well. Um, So you can learn all about that on my website and um, yeah, find me on social media, Nerdy Naturopath and... I'll answer all my my messages there so you can get in touch with me there or email me. It's hello at nerdynatropath.com. So, you know, <laughs> it's the same everywhere, but you can find me that way. And um, yeah, I'll give, you, I'll give you a link maybe that you can share with people to sign up for the free course and to sign up for the six-week course as well.
0: Yeah, that'd be absolutely brilliant. And I've put putting all those in the likes of the show notes as well so people literally can go down, click and go straight over to your page. Right. Beautiful. <laughs> Siobhan I always end the likes of these podcasts by saying Stay tuned, stay classy And keep it organic You're listening to Coleman Power On the Organic Fitness Podcast